No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> All right, you are listening to Con Air Radio with your host, R-Tab. Hello, hello, hello. And of course, I am Jared, and uh, we also have Amy back with us. How you doing, Amy? Hi, guys. And of course, Cameron, the film dropout. Hey, hey, hey. Cameron um, looks like he's asleep. Just just a little bit. <laughs> weird hours, weird hours. Uh, yeah, I know how you feel. I just, uh, just started up a new job. And uh, it, I, getting back into the habit is just is so difficult. Um, all right, so what have you guys been doing uh, since since we last recorded? Work, work, <laughs> work. My film thing. The film thing, yeah. Film thing. Well, not. I was politicking, and but I'm not talking about that. We're not doing politics. <laughs> I'm not talking about that, but that's what I was focused on. Yeah, we're in because uh, I do that on my other person on my own personal. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not going to lie the mass is just what it was. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're anti-politics. We'll beat you shitless. Yes, anti-politics, <laughs> especially especially now. <laughs> anyway, so Amy, uh, how, how you been? Good, good. I've got something cool coming up. Um, it's Music for Art and Animals, and it's a benefit show for uh, animal rescue that a friend of mine runs it's called wiggle butts which is the cutest name ever wiggle butts <laughs> yeah she does mostly dogs and she calls herself a dog rescue but she does also have a few cats um it's december 10th and uh we're going to have a ask for a five dollar donation at the door all the money is going to be donated to the animal rescue we're going to do a raffle so there'll be some raffle tickets sold um got a bunch of musicians and artists and people that are all awesome and willing to help um, for a good cause so uh, it's December 10th from 1 to 5.30 p.m. Um, where, where is that? At Shady Park, which is 23 East University. 23, so in, uh, in Tempe? In Tempe, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, so yeah, if you guys are definitely in the area, there's a, there's a Facebook page for it, right? There is. There's an invite page. Oh, geez, I guess... I'm not sure how to lead somebody to that. <laughs> well, I, I we I, can post a link for it on our Conair. Yeah, we can go ahead and uh, and link that on on the Conair Radio Facebook page. So make sure you guys check that out. It seems like a like a really cool event. Uh, hopefully, I'm still trying to get that day off so I can come by and and have a look. Oh yeah, you guys should come. So yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll be there in yeah. some form or some fashion. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a I mean I'm I'm a dog lover myself, and yeah, you know, I, I actually uh, there's a company I'm working for right now called Canine Convenience. Uh, that do pet sitting for uh, for people, pretty much in in home pet sitting when oh, they're away. Nice. So yeah, I, I have a yeah, I have I have, a, I have a soft spot in my heart for dogs and cats alike. So that's a cool company to be working. Oh for. yeah, it it's great. It's great. I mean, they're not paying me to say anything, but it's just <laughs> it, it's a cool company. And uh, you know, if you don't want to kennel your dogs or or your cats while you're away, it's just an easy. Easy thing to do. It sounds like so. a plug to me. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody should come see my event. Oh it's yeah. Music for Art and Animals at Shady Park, December tenth, Tempe, Arizona, one p.m. to five thirty ish p.m. Uh, it's for a good cause. What are and you can meet me uh, and maybe a couple of us. 
Yeah, yeah. What what are they? What are a couple of the bands that are going to be there? Um, you know, I, I'm I'm got pretty lucky because a lot of the groups that are performing are friends of mine. Um, I, we've got Genie and the Beat, and I have Colin Freestone, Mike Malakar, and the Wade McGuire duo. So a lot of uh, really amazing guitar players, piano players, some cover songs, some original songs. I'm going to have some artists, um, some cartoon drawers, people selling things, uh, donating part of the proceeds as well. Nice. So sweet. So pretty pretty big event. Hopefully, uh, hopefully as many people can come out to see it. You know. Yeah, everybody come. Everybody, that definitely be there. So, yeah, like, like we said before, make sure you check out the uh, the Conair Radio Facebook page. Uh, just look up Conair Radio, and uh, we'll have a have a link on there. We'll make sure to send that out a few times uh, before the event. And we'll see if we can try to do some for Twitter too, if we can. Oh yeah, Twitter, but Twitter too, and we might that. have some adoptable dogs available as well. Uh, so, so uh, Pooch is the pet. <laughs> yeah, so that would be nice if anybody's interested. Yeah, if you want to help a, help a pup find a forever home, right, that's yeah. always a cool totally. thing. Yay! All right, well, awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome stuff. Oh yeah, well, thank you again. You know, for you know that that that's a great great event to set up as well. You know, um, yeah, I think that if it goes good, um, we'll see how it goes. It's the first event like this that I've ever done, so I, I've thrown some kind of musical artistic parties for the hell of it, but this is the first time I've done it for a reason. And if it goes really well and we end up, you know, making a difference for this rescue, I'm going to keep going with it. That sounds pretty cool. Definitely, yeah. definitely fun to do charity work. So, Oh, yeah. It's always good to bring it's just, everything it is to all, That's all it is, is fun. That's why I'm doing it. It's so fun. That's why we podcast. Yeah. It's fun. That's right. It's fun. You're right. All right. Well, thank, yeah, thank you for the information on that. Yeah. So, uh, and anybody else got anything they want to plug real quick? And I, I plugged my dog thing. She plugged her dog thing. <laughs> I don't do dogs. Really. But he likes plugging. <laughs> I like plugging. <laughs> I like plugging. <laughs> I, like I, I don't have any plugs right now. Don't I? All right. <laughs> no. I'm going to get some right, like right in here. <laughs> right, right along the hairline. It, it always looks so weird in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Like, to the point where it's like off-putting, like a, when you shave a doll's head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have much experience in shaving dogs, dolls' heads, so... I'm I do. <laughs> find out new things every You, you never time. tortured a Barbie when you were a kid? No, no. <laughs> All right. I had stepbrothers and stepsisters. I was just going to say it'd be here. I tortured I them. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about hair plugs. I still look like Eddie Munster. You do. <laughs> yeah. You've got enough hair for all of us. I know, I do. Between you and me, we're... <laughs> We're pretty fucking hairy. I've got some <laughs> hair back there. Yeah. Hair going. In, in, in the back. Yeah. In the, in the back here. Yeah. <laughs> you're not pushing top anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break here because I know uh, Amy has uh, something she needs to take care of. Uh, she's got to uh, she's got to go take care of some stuff, for, uh, I, I figure, for the uh, for the event coming up because that's a... Uh, that's a lot of a lot of special uh, special need special things right there. So really, I'm going to go see uh, an artist that's going to perform. So yeah, cool, <gasps> performing arts. All, All right, right. we'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back. Clever Art Studios has 15 years of experience with clients like NASA, the Arizona State Museum, Discovery Channel, Science Channel, and the National Geographic Television. She has skills in animation and illustration. You can find her at Facebook and LinkedIn. And she has her own website, 
www.cleverartstudio.com. All right, we are back, and uh, so we, we got that. Uh, pretty much talked to Amy about the uh, the stuff. Yes. Yeah. The the uh, rockin' pup thing. The, yeah, the the music festival, music festival for, for the dogs. Music or <laughs> music butts. Uh, wiggle, wiggle butts. Wiggle butts. My wiggle bad. butts. My bad. My bad. All right. So uh, okay. So big movie just came out this la- uh, a couple weeks ago. <gasps> what was it? Doctor Strange. I mean, boy, I, it, it is taking all of my effort to not make a Doctor Strange love joke. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, if one happens, I'm sorry. It, it's okay. It's okay. We forgive you. Um, well, it but, depends on how bad the joke is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, of course, we want to hear we want to hear your opinions on the movie. Feel free to uh, post them on uh, on our Facebook page. But we wanted to you know talk about that because it's a it's a big uh, big thing. We're going to be seeing a lot of uh, a lot of Doctor Strange cosplays coming up. I can I can already tell. That was that was one of the aspects of the movies that uh, I actually enjoyed the most was the costuming. The costuming on it was something that stood out more so than a lot of the other Marvel films has. Oh yeah, very so I very well. I was really appreciative of that that aspect. Yeah. Can't get my college or stay up like that. <laughs> at, le- at least it's or not wiping your face. tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, so my my big thing. I mean, I loved I loved the movie. It was honestly, I'd say, best B list Avenger movie because you know it, he's not technically a full out Avenger yet, right, right. but it's 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 in the works. But great introduction to. The magical world, mystics. The the mystic world of of the Marvel universe. Yes, it definitely had its own unique stamp on it. Yeah, um, but I do have to say, for those of you that are uh, susceptible to motion sickness, vertigo, or just flat out dizziness, bring an air sick bag. Yeah, it's it's Inception <laughs> times ten. They, you you kind of make it makes uh, Inception look grounded. Yeah. Um, I, I, I felt, I, I felt it. I, I didn't get as bad as one of my friends who I went to go see with, but, uh, it, it, they, they needed to tone it down just a little bit. I mean, great fight sequence. Don't get me wrong. Probably one of the best fight sequences I've seen of that, of that style. But. Well, I, here, here's, yeah. if we're going to get right into kind of the assessment of the world, I, my biggest problem was understanding how the magic was interacting or affecting the world. So it kind of took me out of it. And so maybe they... Well, they, they, they actually did touch on that. They said uh, when, uh, when the Mystic One was showing, uh, showing Doctor Strange the, the mirror realm, which is what it is, yeah. anything that's done in the mirror realm does not affect the real world. Right, right. But yeah. how was the things they were doing, like making the, the buildings pulse, and what was that achieving magically... In, in the world, how was that an attack or a defense? And then they just did tr- like traditional yeah. kind of fighting styles throughout just the fights. Um, I don't know. It was it was interesting. I liked it, but I I spent I think it I spent too much time trying to figure out how it was working in the world, mm-hmm. uh, and it took me out of the movie. It took me out of the story, and that's I, kind I can of, see that. But it's always a hard line to play. To yeah. me, it's, to me, it's I, I just love action. Uh, I love the the uh, being able to see it. Being able to uh, uh, see the explosion, see the lights, see all the the effects that are going to be done, you know, I'm I, I don't read into the storyline, so I'm not going to be a critic of saying, oh, this was wrong, this was wrong. But I will tell you, 
wow, I love the magic stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I love being all of it. And, and, and I love him trying trying so hard to get some of the simplest stuff to work. And I can't flick this. I can't make this go on. And then eventually getting better. Yeah, yeah. that was that was definitely, you could sense that frustration in the, in the film <laughs> as he's trying to get it. And he's just like, come on, just get it. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, honestly, Benedict Cumberbatch... I, I loved him in this as this character. And he was doing his best Gregory House impression, best Doctor House impression. <laughs> yes, I, I, I will say that I did see a little bit of the influence, which there. I have no problem with. I would I would happily watch. Uh, this, he is the House now, the the House of the Avengers. I, yeah, that's the role they. That's how they've crafted that character. He's just going to be House for them. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but I, I do I do have to say this uh, for those of you that haven't seen it yet. As Marvel always does, yes, there is an after scenes credit or after credit scene, but there are actually two. I had a lot of people in the theater literally stand up and start walking out, and I, I knew that there was two credit scene, two end credit scenes, and I literally just yelled out, "There's another one! Sit down!" Well, at this point, at this point, I don't even bother to to do that good Samaritan work that you do yeah. because if you don't know by this point in time, it's after Marvel. twenty Marvel films, <laughs> that there's going to be something at the very end of the credits, then you, well, you're just not going to see it, and that's the thing. Not all of them had something all the way at the end of they the credits. Did, they did. They would either do uh, a partial a, in the a middle, part credit, right? I can only remember of maybe one, and yeah. I can't even remember which one it is. But only um, one movie not having a true post-credits scene. Oh, it was. Uh, it was the the latest uh, Captain America. It was a, a Civil yeah. War. Did not yeah. have a fully post-credit scene. It was a mid-credit scene, but it was not a post-credit scene. Okay, and and that that kind of threw people. For and maybe a loop. that was the only one I was thinking. Yeah, of. that that's that's the only one that I know of to my uh, to my knowledge. I'll have to go back and double check. I don't even remember what it was now. It's it's interesting too because across the studio lines, even the other studio <coughs> Marvel films do it. So like Sony and their Spider Man Marvel film, you know, they're Marvel, mm-hmm. so they still do post credit scenes, and X Men does it now with post credit scenes. So it's it's a staple of Marvel that's unique to Marvel. So to not expect it at this point is is. Kind of yeah. ridiculous. Part that kind of sucks now is now every time a movie ends, I'm always wondering, do I need to stay to watch the credits? <laughs> do I do I just need to? Yeah, I wish that newer films who are maybe trying to establish a franchise and wanting to do that copycat type of routine would would maybe be a little more transparent that they're going to do that mm-hmm. as opposed to because I know they did it with Ghostbusters, but I don't think a lot of people knew. I, I well, still with, seen with, it yet. with Ghostbusters, I mean, it was a lot of. Mid credit scenes, like they, like well, they, 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 they had that some, they had that but then final they had the one in the, the final they had one. that final one at the end that I, I I mean I only knew about it because I was had researched everything about yeah. the movie, so the layman though the general audience they're not going to know that there's no way it's it's usually a word of mouth type thing anyway yeah it just well, I don't know I feel like that should be a Marvel thing let Marvel just have that yeah but but I will <laughs> say this about about the Ghostbusters one at least the credits themselves were interesting to look at. They had a lot of stuff going on in the yeah, background, they, of course, they, the they, big they dance. Yeah, they did after effects the the crap out of those, yeah. uh, those credits, which it was to it that I could I see why they did that because the 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 dance sequence that was cut from the film mm-hmm. is heavily featured all that filming is is put in the credits, and that was their way of I think that was Paul Feig's way of giving the finger to everyone saying, "Hey, you're going to make me cut out this major yeah. This major part of the movie, I'm going to put it back in anyway. They're still going to see it, so <laughs> um, boom, boom. that's not a kudos to him. That's just that's what that was. Yeah, that that, that is what that was. Um, 
All right, so so back to Doctor Strange. Yes. Okay. Do you feel that this introduction to the character kind of went along the same lines as the comic book? See, the problem is I wasn't familiar with enough with the Doctor Strange character to do that kind of comparison. And when I go see a film, I'm not going to always necessarily compare it off of the source material. Um, And especially with the Marvel films, because I I trust that the source material is being handled accurately, especially when it comes to the Marvel Studios. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm not worried about the inconsistencies from comic to film. I'm wondering, does this film stand alone as a good film by itself? Um, does it and will will it fit well into the the Marvel universe that they're establishing? And and yes, it, it did. Um, I think though, as a as a film, just through the the, the technicals of, of filmmaking and the craft of it, they they played it safe. They um, had a pretty generic story. There was some surprise moments, some things that I liked, but it was so much origin and not enough just him doing weird stuff, which I would have kind of liked to see, like maybe a five-minute explaining this is who Doctor Strange is and then getting right into the weird stuff. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of different things tonally that that throw it off. Um, I feel like there's beats and feelings that you miss because they maybe couldn't iron out a really good origin. Like the the concept of him earning his power, I didn't, I didn't feel like there was that moment where he earned it. It, was yeah. just, it just was really fast and you couldn't really tell the passage of time that well so i had that aspect of it gripe sort of like it's it's all handled great but these are just little things that i noticed yeah just it just kind of happened there wasn't any yeah there was no it happened there was no revelatory moment and because you know there like he needed to have been truly broken down like uh, batman begins is a good comparison of a really good origin story that's told and when you're doing that basically that that learning montage where mm-hmm. they are training and they're you see the buildup of of their skill and their prowess over time and it's a you you feel that passage of time you feel that 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 effort that they put into it with dr strange it's a little it's a little more subdued i yeah i kind of agree um i was i was a little confused um uh, where he couldn't do the one travel spell, you know, he was just getting little sparks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they throw him on Mount Adverse and because he's on Mount Adverse he can boom, I'm getting out of here. I can I can do it now. Right, right. And well and for a character like Doctor Strange who is so steeped in the Western science aspect of thinking, like mm-hmm. and just because this is all about realities and perception, this movie. Yeah. Um, who's so that's the the static world that he comes from. His transition into Eastern and more fluid types of thinking and, and getting into the metaphysical, it seems too easy for someone to just accept or just get into that with someone who's you know spent their whole life thinking a very logical and calculated type way. To then suddenly accept mysticism would be, I feel, a little bit more of a personal struggle for that person. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I do have to say, I mean, I did like the... I do like the fact that they characterize it the way that that they did. Yeah. Especially with, with with him being, you know, essentially the the world's best, you know, small surgeon. You know, he yeah he, he could take care of that type of stuff. And I mean, the fact that they show that's really great. And then the horrific accident that causes him to go down this path. I mean, it's I mean it's a great commercial for not to text and drive. <laughs> definitely yeah definitely that um i i appreciated that origin story too for those elements of it like i like mm-hmm. those elements 
oh, he was, a, he was a great surgeon, and now he can't use his hands, so he had to find something else to do. I thought that made him, interesting, made him more interesting. Again, another house comparison. You have that, you know, not only is he damaged, he's damaged physically so that he has to, you know, do different things, much like house with the cane. Yeah. Totally missed out on the drug issues, though. <laughs> right? It was a good opportunity for him to be doing some wild So on the medicine. edge. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you yeah, know, I mean... I. I, I I honestly I would go see this movie again, just not in three D. I I I'm just the opposite. I need to go see it in three D. So yeah. I have to puke. I mean I mean I have to go <laughs> check it out to see if that's what it causes. No. As a rule, uh, as a film person, I hate three D. I think it's a gimmick. I think it's a, a total way to just yeah. inflate ticket sales. But the visuals in this were so good and so unique, especially if you compare it just to Marvel films. It's definitely the most unique looking Marvel film. Uh, it. I would be curious. I, I think it would be interesting to see it in 3D for, from for, what, for what it is and how yeah. interesting it looks. Now, from what I've been seeing or, and what I've been hearing from a couple other people who've gone to see it in 3D, I mean, they they utilize the 3D very well in this movie. But, I mean, if I do go and watch it in 3D, I'm going to make sure to get the bucket of popcorn and dump <laughs> out the popcorn first. <laughs> That's all I got to say yeah, about that. 3D in my mind, basically, uh, you're going. You're. I, I compare everything up to uh, uh, Avatar. Yeah. Uh, Avatar, when it came out with the 3D, is the is my comparison model. If it can come as well as as uh, Pandora did, um, and bright and and just makes you feel like you're there, then I'm. I'll be very happy with it. Well, I think Avatar should be everyone's standard because it was. One of the few, not many do it, and a lot of people don't realize this, is when you make a 3D film, you have to shoot for it, which usually involves having two cameras side by side so you get that perspective of the eye. Um, Avatar shot that. It pioneered some of that technology. It was responsible for making it look as good as it did. Uh, The reason why... It's very it's a very expensive process though. The rest of other movies, though, that are in 3D, they don't do that, and so it's very noticeable because what they do is they transition it to 3d later in post right instead of shooting for it and sometimes when you shoot those things just don't work well in a 3d uh setting so you really it's one of those things you have to to shoot for not just do it in post mm-hmm. what and i'm so i think the, and avatar was the only one that didn't really did that well he created that entire 3d world for that and he created the well and the tech and the tech to to tech make to it. Do it so i'll be looking forward to, to that down the road but the other kind of thing i'm one i want to see is now that vr is becoming more and more popular i'd love to see them set it up uh can you see walking into a theater where it has no screen at all and everything's on vr goggles everything is virtual right there see for that i would almost say why would you need to leave your house to do it then yeah that's true like what well, for the tech the, the ability to do it. I mean, Maybe I haven't I haven't had a chance to experiment with the VR uh, yet, but I know someone who's got one, and so maybe I need to yeah. make a, I, a pilgrimage. I, I actually uh, was able to play with uh, one of the VR things in uh, uh, the Scottsdale Scottsdale Fashion Mall mm-hmm. uh, outside of the um, the Windows Store. They actually had one of their setups, and I I played around with it a little bit, and there was a simulator, a rock climbing simulator. Mm-hmm. And I tried it out, and I got to say, like, no, number one, my arms were killing me the next day because it actually felt like I was climbing a rock. But there was a point where in the uh, in the simulation, I fell, and I got scared. I actually had to catch myself from falling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've seen a video online of somebody, you know, when they did that, they actually fell 
flat on their face. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of those. It's gone viral. Oh, yeah. Now, the first time I even played with it, uh, it was at the shop, and I put it on, and I was just kind of looking and looking and looking and did not pay attention, but I'm looking almost straight up at things that are above me in in the thing, and I lost all equilibrium. Yeah. Uh, I just started kind of falling right over, and I'm like, holy crap. (laughs) You know, and and the technology is already there. I mean, if you go on Facebook, you can actually do the, uh, what the 360. Yeah, I know. I I just got to play with that last night because they're doing a pro- they did a promotion for Rogue One and you're like the pilot inside the X-wing and you can look around the cockpit and see all the other ships in space and it tells this little story on it's kind of like a what I would compare it as an on rail shooter if you're going to go into video game terms yeah um, and it, it it gives you a little bit of story of just these X-wings who kind of stumble on the on the Death Star. And as it's being built, they're like, what is this thing? We have to get a message back to Mon Mothman. You, d- you die in it? Like, I thought that was pretty cool. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, it, they don't escape at the last minute. It's bleak. Um, yeah. You know, you watch your, your shipmates and your wingmen get blown up, and then you're the last one. You're like, did it get out? Did the message get out? And then, boom, you're gone. But the funny <laughs> thing is, is so that technology clever just piece of recorded, marketing. recorded, it's even on your phones nowadays. I mean, I, I did. Yeah, uh, it taps oh, into your, your motion sensors mm-hmm. on it well yeah but uh over uh i went up to prescott a couple of weeks back and i turned around and started playing with it and i can actually record it through, you know the, do a, the walking a, around a panoramic and shot then i put it up on facebook and it turns out you can go like that you can see everything i've, I've videoed like that that is cool i did i took a, a nice i've taken one nice panoramic photo with my phone when i realized oh i can do panoramas <laughs> now i'll never i'll never use it but yeah i love it dude i that's i i run do, dual monitors and I did a really nice panoramic of one of the oh, lakes nice. up near uh, Prescott, and that's actually my dual monitors. So, um, you know, I mean, it's not a panoramic uh, as in this is the beginning of it and it ends on this screen over here. It's just really nice, good photo. <laughs> what, what did you think of the ending? Of, of, the butler did it. Of Doctor Strange. <laughs> I, I, I will say this. I... I saw it coming because I knew a little bit, a little bit of the spoilers. Spoilers, yeah. Um, I, because I, I know a little bit of the of the comic book of Doctor Strange, so there was a there was a specific name that stood out to me a little bit, and you see why it's justified, of course, at the end, the post credit scene. Um, but the the way that they did it, I don't think they could have done it better. It, it, it was it was a great ending to this chapter. I thought it was well as a film. I thought it was clever because with the mm-hmm. Marvel movies, you have a standard of there's going to be a big fight sequence, there's going to be punching, there's going to be just lots of punching and explosions and chaos and all these things going on, and and a blue laser in the sky, and and that's and that's your threat. This I thought handled it much more into like a just really just clever that I, I I have to give the film tons of credit for is not only they handled they give you that scene of all that action and destruction but they do it in a super creative way because instead of seeing all it happen it ha- you you're there after the fact and you're watching it be all put back together yeah. so you get to kind of tell the story to yourself in reverse of what it looked like. And then instead of having a big fight between the two villains at the end it's it's handled with a, a trick. He was just clever. He just used how smart he was. He used his mm-hmm. most valuable asset, his intelligence, uh, to get him out of a situation that and save save the the world and the reality that we live in. And I I even leaned over to my to my buddies and I was like, did he just create his own checkpoint? 
<laughs> just complete video game out, you know, just like, oh wow, he just he actually did that. Okay. When uh, when they, I think it was near the beginning of the movie, and it's one of the little, uh, I, I guess you couldn't say an Easter egg, but when they're showing the the city, um, and then you, you're they're panning across, and you, and then all of a sudden you can see the Avengers headquarters Avengers Tower. back there in the in the back of the uh, city, and you're just like. Oh shit, that's cool. <laughs> I, I actually had to point it out. I was like, oh wow, they're okay. I got a point of reference now. Oh, I missed it. You uh, really? I didn't I didn't I don't remember seeing it. I think I was so just trying to <laughs> take in everything else that they were doing visually. Yeah. I, I was quite I was quite excited when I saw that. I'm like, oh god, I love it when they tie things together. But they do it just quietly enough to where you're, if you're paying attention, you catch it. Like, it, and 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 the nice the thing is that the, the uh, Avengers Tower is not a focal point, and I think that's why that's you right. miss it. It's it's often you know down to one of the sides. It's not it's not predominantly in your line. Yeah, of it's vision. not in the main New York skyline yeah. that you expect. You the, every every movie in New York has the New York skyline. Uh, the Avengers Tower is not featured prominently in it, which is probably a good thing. It adds to that that realism of yeah, this is our world that we live in. Yeah, it's definitely. I, I definitely enjoyed that part. But uh, I'll, I'll, when I go to check it out in 3D, I'll, I look forward to seeing some of these uh, going oh, yeah. back over the spots that I'm fine tuned a little. I bit. mean, I, <laughs> I, I'm I'm already looking to pre-order it for when it comes out on Blu-ray, just because you know there's going to be so many awesome extras to it. So we're gonna see a Blu-ray rewind of uh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> All right, maybe That's something you know, to look forward to. Not now. Now that I have a job and now that I have money, I can actually buy the Blu-rays again and wow. probably start doing stuff. Nice. So, so we'll start to have a Blu-ray rewind segment on the show. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> so we can do a banter on uh, on uh, on the uh, upcoming shows, and then. Uh, Jared will cover the ending and the Blu-rays, so that's yeah. great. We're gonna have fun with that. <laughs> so since since we're since we're on the subject of movies, what are a couple movies you uh, you want to see coming out? Uh, I kept I was gonna try and see it to be able to talk about it tonight. Yeah. Um, I was wanting to see the arrival. I haven't just I haven't had a chance to get down there and see it. I've heard it's brilliant. Um, I mean, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But definitely, it, it looks like one of it's going to be one of those more thought-provoking sci-fi's, which there are never enough of. It seems, yeah, kind of like uh, Ex Machina last year, which was more of a thought-provoking sci-fi as opposed to action in space. I, I like action in space. I'm, well, I'm, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with action in space, <laughs> yeah. but it's also going to have different different I'm, things. I'm kind of interested to see how uh, how Hawkeye is going to deal with the uh, the aliens. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I never have a bow and arrow when I. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That's yes. the big Thanksgiving that's, movie this year. I'm looking forward weekend. to that. Yeah, that is this weekend. And hopefully, because uh, I know I know Bree, my fiance, she wants to see that. And hopefully we'll be able to see that this weekend because I get paid on Friday. And <gasps> I'm going to make sure that you know we are first or second or maybe 15th in line to go watch that one. I'm excited to see something that's spun off from the Harry Potter universe that doesn't center around Harry Potter. Yeah. There's going to be five of those, though, and that's what I like about it. There's going to be five movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's already too many, and I'm now less enthused about the project. <laughs> the, there, there's a reason that there's going to be five. It's because um, there's just, of course, so many beasts, but there's going to be a lot, of, uh, a lot of talk about the American uh, wizard, uh, wizarding world yeah but is there enough to talk five movies worth they they say they think it is i mean originally it was only going to be three it was only going to be a trilogy i would almost with however many movies they were going to do that's fine but the what i would have liked to have seen kind of depicted maybe in the harry potter universe 
Um, because this looks this time period looks like it's more of in the forties, fifties. Right. Is. It's yeah. before. So it's before Harry Potter, and that that lines up with right around the time when Dumbledore was hanging out with Grindelwald and all the which, with the wizard Hitler. Right. Um. And and I am curious to see that depict the de- a depiction of that relationship, and they could have used that opportunity, a la Hobbit, where you take things that you can't that weren't in the you know in the movies. And have a chance to explore those, you know, from the book that the way they did in the Hobbit with stuff right. from the Silmarillion that they put that in there. Well, I, I kind of because thi- it would never be filmable as on yeah. Its own. No, I, I kind of think that's what they're that's what they're trying to do with this one because from what I've been hearing, there is going to be an appearance from Dumbledore. Yeah, in that instance, and, and then it's that. fine. Younger, yeah, much younger. In that instance, it's great. Uh, I just again, five movies, they're they're already just like ah, we got to line those pockets. Uh, yeah, and they've already got their cast for Grimwalt, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, who got cast again? I can't. I can't. Johnny Depp oh, yeah. is doing. Grindelwald. Johnny Depp is Grindelwald. Oh, he's he's one of those uh, up and comers, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah I've, uh, I've heard something recently. Yeah, I've heard, yeah, I've he's, heard he's got a got he's, a got a good lineup coming up. Yeah, he's he's done a couple of movies. No, at, at least at least it wasn't The Rock. <laughs> no, yeah, I think he was occupied. I think he's yeah. not going to be. Well, around. and and honestly, spe- speaking of The Rock, there is one movie that he's in that I am actually looking forward to see. Baywatch. No, no. Well, for for for, dif- for different reasons, but actually, Moana, the yeah, the, new, the new Disney. Well, you won't see him, but you'll hear him. Actually, um, I I've, I've I watched the trailer a couple of times. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that one too. And yeah. Uh, speaking of trailers, another one uh, that for your upcoming list that I got super excited about uh, was the Beauty and the Beast trailer. Yes. That looked. Um, I haven't seen. I'll be honest. I haven't seen any of the Disney live action. Remakes. I didn't see mm-hmm. Cinderella. Didn't see Jungle Book. Didn't see. I, I saw Maleficent. That's the only one I've seen. Um, sa- I, sa- save time. Don't see Cinderella. I. I still. I would like. I'd <laughs> still like to watch it eventually. Jung, Jungle Book. I like it because uh, it, it, visually it was very, very beautiful, very well done. They've got the bare necessity. Of course, <laughs> you got uh, you got Blue. Um, Steve, Bill uh, Murray. Steve, Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray playing Blue. Director of Iron Man made it. Yeah, John Favreau. Honestly, I mean, it's it's it is a great Disney live adaptation. Honestly, on the bottom of my list is Cinderella. For that, no interest in Cinderella, not yeah. at all. I just haven't seen them, but and I haven't had too much interest in seeing them. Not clearly because otherwise I would have. But yeah. this one, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I want to go to the theater to see this one. Harry the, Potter, I'm definitely going to go to see. Um, the Bell or the Beauty and the Beast, I probably will get my arm twisted to go see that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, there, there won't be any arm twisting, and I'm pretty sure Bree wants to uh, dress me up as the Beast to go. Great couples so. cosplay. There's never a great enough great couples cosplay. That is true. That, that is, is true. true. She's gonna wear. So take that into account, con people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get your couples cosplay on. Yeah, but the Beast is so much larger than Belle and Nut. <laughs> so that, much larger. That's okay. Size doesn't matter. It's about the love. It's about the love. It's about the love. All right. Well, uh, any anything else we wanna we wanna touch on since we're here? Not the the Death Star in the room that is Rogue One. I know we always we talked about it oh, already. Oh God, I that think. that that one of course is. I don't even think I watched the final trailer on it because I don't want to watch anymore. I I don't want. I don't want to spoil it. I just like no. I'd rather just go in knowing what I know. I don't need which, to see any additional Darth Vadery what have yous and. Which reminds me, I need to need to buy fabric so Brie can make my uh, my Jedi robe. For when for when we go see it, denim is a good choice. I have one made out of <laughs> denim. Denim, it's 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 a different. It's a thin denim. I'm not sure what kind it is, but it's it's essentially that, a denim. That robe. actually that actually reminds me of a joke. I'm gonna go with yeah. burlap. What what do the uh, the Super Mario Brothers wear? 
Denim, denim, denim. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I got I to give credit where credit's due. That one's actually from Johnny Concho. Oh, no. Back at, back at Rawhide. Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, Star Wars, that's, that's going to be my, my big one for the, uh, for the winter, just because it's, it's the Star Wars universe without the Skywalker influence. Yeah. I think that's part of, uh, why Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is also so exciting yeah. is because, oh, it's more in this universe, but not with what we're always totally Same, familiar yeah. with. Uh, Rogue One's going to be a little more guilty of it, uh, with trying to, prey on that nostalgia because oh we've got Darth Vader in it and we've got Death Stars and classic Stormtrooper we have all these things you know yeah um, I think uh, with Fantastic Beasts it's going to be a little more subtle uh, not so ham fisted about this is how you know you're in the Harry Potter world yeah definitely well and, and the people that follow it know that the guy that that's the main character he, he wrote one of the books he wrote one of the textbooks for the for the school so um, that's where they get a lot of their fantastic information yeah <laughs> yeah his his collecting habits. <laughs> but, <laughs> Oops, <yeah>. I did it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think uh, honestly, on on my list, I mean, there's only one other movie that's out right now that I still want to see, and that's uh, uh, Magnificent Seven. I, I haven't there. seen it yet, but I want to. Uh, actually, there is another one that I want to see. Um, uh, what is it? Her- Hamburger Hill. Or no, 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 no. Heartbreak Hill. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. No. No, 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 not Heartbreak. No, no, no. I don't remember. We're really good at this because we're like, uh, I want to see it. I really do want to see it. <laughs> Hatchet. Hack- oh, Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. That's, That's the, the one. one. That's the one. You know, Spider-Man. I didn't even have it loaded yet. That's, I know. It took me a second. Yeah, Spider-Man's in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, not the new Spider-Man. <laughs> I actually, the, the other Spider-Man. Yeah, there is one movie that I've heard that's actually really good. One of my friends went to go see it, and actually, uh, The Girl on the Train. Doesn't interest me. It, it, it actually sounds like a very interesting storyline. It's, uh, I guess, uh, based off of a book. Um, about a girl on about a train. A, about a girl on a train <laughs> who apparently witnesses what she thinks might be an affair slash murder. I, I, I'm interested in that movie, but it, it looks like it's going to be the same type of and style of movie that Gone Girl was. So yeah. it's like, I'm sure it's really interesting, but I already know what I'm getting out of it. To uh, I'll, I'll wait till it hits the dollar it. theater. Yeah. I'll wait till it hits the TV that I can't get away from because I have <laughs> no interest in watching it. <laughs> Not my style. Yeah. You mean you mean to tell me you didn't want to see Boo a Medea Halloween? <laughs> I yeah. accidentally walked into that to the end of that one, and yeah, no. No. <laughs> what about the one. Trolls movie? Don't you want to see that? <gasps> no. That that one, <laughs> that one. I'll wait until it comes out on on Blu-ray just to just because. That's a that's a sit home and I'll drink to this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'll I, drink because of this movie. I, I, I already know like my friends' kids are gonna are gonna want to see it and watch it repeatedly, and I'm usually probably gonna be the one that's gonna watch it with them. <laughs> so. Uncle Jared, please put it on the video. <laughs> Put on yeah. trolls for the five millionth time. <laughs> All right, okay. fine. Here, if they start but singing songs, I'm really curious them. as to what the big catchy song will be. <laughs> you know, we had we've had, had the happy song with Despicable Me. We had yeah. Let It Go with Frozen. What's what's trolls going to try and troll us with? Well, it's either going to be Anna Kendrick or Justin Timberlake. I can tell you that much. Oh, those puns! <laughs> you just miss them. <laughs> no, don't want to. Oh, <laughs> not though. What not are they going to troll us with? No, ouch, ouch, painful. I was trying to avoid it. No, <laughs> embrace the puns. They're they're wonderful. 
Oh, uh, fuzzy little critters. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, as for us in Conair, um, we are trying to branch out into some other things. Um, we'll be doing Amy's Project in December. Um, I'm attempting to do uh, Second Fridays. Um, I'm hoping to do a First Friday this next month. Uh, we'll see how that goes, <laughs> if I can make it out <laughs> we there. We didn't even talk about that. How was Second Friday? Well, um, I was all excited, and it was going to be my big stress reliever for the week, and then I realized there were two conventions going on that week, and virtually everyone was out of town. <laughs> oh. So I, I'm sitting there going, oh, no. But I did run into a young lady, a very mm-hmm. skillful artist, who will uh, most likely and possibly be one of our guests during Comic-Con. Nice. So... Uh, I've always followed her work, um, but I'm—I'll just leave it there because I'm not going to plug it until, you know, how con things go. That's five months out. So yeah. But uh, so far, we're looking at uh, possibly an author, a very good uh, author, um, a artist who's very good and skilled, uh, and possibly a cosplay. So uh, we're going to have a few guests, um, and there may be an open bar, so we just might be getting our asses drunk while we're having these. <laughs> I will definitely start stocking up. <laughs> yes, it'd be good. Um, airplane bottles, you know, one-shotters. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, we'll be at the con. We'll be uh, having my room up there, and we'll be on the patio or the, what do you want to call it, balcony. balcony. So we'll have a nice, cool atmosphere, and you'll probably will be hearing cars honking like, we did in FanFest. <laughs> Slurring our words. Oh, yeah. The con was great today. That was great. I got to get this picture. And it get, was... get away from the ledge. <laughs> get, get away from the ledge. Jared, get off of there. <laughs> yeah, there, there will be some Superman. of that. You're not Superman. You're not going to fly <laughs> off. Don't you tell me how to live my life. You know what would be really fun is to put him in a Snorlax car, uh, costume and just leave him by the front door. <laughs> not not going to lie. I'm, I've probably slept in that a couple of times this past week because it was nice and cold in the room. Uh, well, there's going to be more coming. Oh, yeah. I haven't felt that cold yet. I, yeah. it, it's, it's there. Especially. I've been disappointed. Where's my cold, Arizona? <laughs> I, I want my cold now. Do you know that uh, on the, the last day of this month, I thought I'd looked at the forecast. They said it was going to be 35 degrees. Now, of course, that's weeks away. Uh, we bring it, away, but bring that 35 degrees. I will take that 35 <laughs> degrees happily. I know. I'm, I'm actually getting out of getting out of the house this morning, and I'm like, okay, it's actually kind of chilly. I might want to wear long sleeves next time. Dude, I went on a walk at five quarter after five this morning at Red Mountain Park. There was not a stretch of sunlight <laughs> yet. <laughs> And if you saw my post, I did actually turned around and, it's just, and I posted it. It's like, I'm up a Ford on. Yeah. <laughs> so it was definitely good. Got lots of Pokemon stuff going. That's Filled good. up my bags. That's <laughs> good. Um, but yeah, I mean, the only thing I can think of, too, is uh, what, what cons do we have coming up? Uh, so we have the one in January, what is... Uh, Taiyukon. Taiyukon. And officially, that's the only one that we have already got our passes squared away for. Um, but uh, we are in negotiations for Wild Wild West down in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to partner up with Phoenix Comic Con, so we'll be giving tickets away somewhere down yeah. around here, too. So that'll be special. So keep your eyes and ears open for that one. Yeah, pay attention, because, uh, you know, you 
guys might get the opportunity to have those membership passes. That would be great. Um, and we're also working out a deal with uh, Monkey Paw Entertainment, uh, who are the, the creators and the showrunners of Sabotine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what, four other cons, I believe. Yeah, so, Sa- Sabotin, Taikon. They, they, they do Taikon, right? Uh, no, I don't no, think no, he no. did. I think they didn't do Taikon. Uh, uh, there's the one up in uh, Flagstaff. Kikori. That just, Kikori that just happened. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Um, and then uh, there is uh, Sabotine, and then there, I think there's three others. Um, yeah. But we're working out a deal with them, and then hopefully you'll see much of us in those. Um, we're also going to be working on postcards so that when we have uh, our, the ability to have our table set up, um, which w- we'll probably be hanging with uh, Star Worldwide Networks mm-hmm. during Phoenix Comic Con, so we might have some of our little postcards up there. Um, I'm still working on the T-shirts, so uh, we will have an improved T-shirt, hopefully by Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope <laughs> by Comic-Con. Um, and uh, which, which, which of course, big shout out to our, uh, our graphic designer for that. Oh, for, absolutely! For all of our all the stuff that we're getting, Jerry of of uh, Clever Art Studio. Uh, she has done phenomenal work on our logo, and she'll be doing the designs for our postcards. So we'll see some of the same. Uh, I, I'm working on the brick. You know, we're going to have the brick mm-hmm. wall on there. I love that brick wall. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, it looks nice. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so we're going to see some more graphics there. Uh, and I'm actually thinking we're going to work out uh, a deal where we're going to bring her on the show and we'll have her hang with us for a little while and we'll talk. I'm fine with that. I, yeah, we, I got to meet her at, uh, at FanFest. Correct. <laughs> so she's great, great person. Great, great person. And she'll be around. So we're definitely going to have some fun with her and, and uh, we'll get her into some con- conversation. She, she tells me, don't throw any surprises at me. Ooh. <laughs> I will throw lots of surprises. <laughs> now you've gone and spoiled the surprise. <laughs> well, yes. Right, well, any anything you wanna wanna plug that you got coming up to, or? No, I'm just gonna be pretty much uh, trying to see as many movies as I can. I know I have an Oscar season coming up, which yeah. is for me. I know everyone's got their. For me, uh, you got your Super Bowl. I've got my Oscars. That's. Even though it doesn't mean anything, it's all a big industry circle jerk. It's all to just pat themselves on the back and say, hey, well, I'm, what I'm, an awesome job we do. I'm banking for another Neil Patrick Harris musical moment. Ooh, yes, I do. I Oscars. just like the season, and I like <coughs> when all the, the kind of more indie art films come out, and I yeah. enjoy that time of year for me. And um, we're hoping that we're going to have you working that um, at Phoenix Comic Con, so... You can check out some of the ones for them. Yeah, I'd be excited to see they go to their film festival, and we can talk about that on the... That'd be pretty cool. That will be mostly you talking about that. Yeah, it'll be mostly <laughs> me talking about it. So that, and that would be great, because I will happily talk about all that all day. Yeah. Yes, and we, we are building, and we are spreading our wings. So, um, And if you guys all you have any ideas, um, you have any things you want to talk about, send us a, send us some mentions on Facebook. We are Con Air on Facebook. We are Con Air on Instagram. We are Con Air on Twitter. And Jared does have his own mm-hmm. Con Air Jared on Twitter. Yeah. Con Air Jared. And we do have Cameron, the film <laughs> dropout. Film dropout. Yeah. So send us tells. Um, we are, we love the conversations. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're definitely there. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I guess that's going to do it for us here uh, here at Con Air for the night. Absolutely. We are wrapping it up. We'll uh, probably be talking to you in about two more weeks if that damn holiday doesn't get in the way. Uh, um, I don't know. I might I might be too full. Yeah, full. we'll still be all uh, <laughs> trying to get out of our food comas. <laughs> and he, uh, That's when he, we'll see him in the Snorlax costume. Yeah. He'll be just like, there, I'm all covered up on the 
Oops. <laughs> I, I might I might have to Skype in. Yeah. Just because I'm too too big to roll out of the uh, out of the door. <laughs> Snorlax. Snorlax. No. But, but yeah, and uh, and you know just just. Okay, now we're going off Pokemon. That's that's a different subject altogether. Yeah, altogether. <laughs> um, so yeah, from all of us here at uh, Conair Radio, again, you know, if we if we don't see you by then, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time here on Conair Radio. Good night. Good night. BYTS, Beyond Technology Solutions, has a computer repair shop in the East Valley on the southeast corner of Rutgers and University, where over the last three years, it has grown in personnel and in reputation for being affordable and efficient. They do PC, Mac, cell phone repairs, and sell refurbished computers. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? You're going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.